Welcome to the Seattle Atlanta Soccer Show, home of takes hotter than a Savannah sidewalk in July. <laughs> Bless your heart. Let's talk soccer, beer, and hot topics of the week. How are you doing, Marcel? I'm doing pretty good now that we know that the MLS schedule's out. I'm Ooh, definitely getting more back. excited about it. Soccer yeah. is back. Soccer is back, man. I, How are you uh, feeling? I'm feeling pretty good, and I'm feeling a little bit better because uh, we're rolling into our first uh, section of the pod. What are we drinking? Yeah. And I happen to have a good beer. Um, I'm drinking a good the, beer. Yeah, a good beer. Alpha Abstraction number 12 from uh, Wild Leap out in LaGrange. I, I've never heard of them. Yeah, they're newer, but um, I tell you what, <laughs> they might be one of the better things to come out of LaGrange, <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> I was going to say, LaGrange? Uh. That's all I have to say on LaGrange. Yeah. <laughs> what, well, uh, what are you drinking, Marcel? I am drinking a Fremont Brewing Coconut IPA. It is mm. a toasty coconut heaven with a beautiful IPA flavor. Everybody likes the IPAs. It's summertime, so IPAs are out. Oh, IPAs are out year-round in the PNW. <laughs> well, I mean, IPAs are out year-round in the craft beer market. Sure. Um, sure. So, do you want to kick things off? you want to get into it? Yeah, let's, let's talk about some news. All right, let's get into the news. It's news, Stinger. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, LGP to Miami. Uh, how is the Atlanta United fan feeling about that? Well, Atlanta United Twitter exploded. <laughs> um, and it's weird. Um, I saw a little bit more hate than I, I thought I would. A lot of people are talking about, like, well, good. I hope you're excited about all the red cards and blah, blah, blah. And when in reality, I feel like LGP was a he was a fan favorite while he was in atlanta he was definitely um and i would argue he was top three center backs in mls when he played maybe not last season but definitely our championship season yeah i mean he was that leader in the back right i mean you had Mm -hmm. parky in the back with him of course as your true leader oh yeah he he and parky were just it was like the the english and the spanish and just locking that you know uh Parky was kind of like the the quarterback almost, kind of making sure everybody was in check, and then LGP was the enforcer. Yeah, I mean LGP was the guy that would take those fouls, take the yellow cards, and you know maybe mm-hmm. be, maybe be have his um, suspension, you know, every fifteen games or. or yeah, <laughs> I mean he is the master of the tactical yellow. Um, yeah. but if you get tactical yellows every game, you know what is it four, and you, you accumulate and you're suspended. Um. Uh, yeah, you know, that's a rule I'm always fuzzy on. I yeah. can't say. Um, but, you know, and uh, he definitely plays more. He was definitely more of Tata's guy. Um, yeah, definitely. A little bit slower, which is why I think he and DeBoer, DeBoer doesn't believe in tactical fouls. DeBoer believes in relieving a pressure. You know, he's the Dutch style versus that kind of South American style. Yeah, Colombia. DeBoer would love to win a one nothing game. Where, yeah, uh, yeah. where uh, Tata was more like, I want it six nothing, just balls out. Tata was just balls out. I mean, he was just like, go after him. If we're playing eight men and we win six to five, that's a win. Whereas, okay, yeah. or is if we, you know, tiki tacky, pass, 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 relieve pressure. Um, so I think, I think it was a tiny bit of business, um, for Atlanta front office to get rid of him i think it's even tidier bit of business paul mcdonough um who is miami's gm or not gm is he the gm he might be the gm um anyways he 
he's the guy that built Atlanta's first year team. Mm-hmm. And he's now building Miami in the first year. Um, smart bit of business for him to go and pick well, up a guy uh, he knows. Yeah. And I think you know, Miami has a massive advantage, right? For all these um, South American um, players, even, even on Central American players, because now they're very close to home. Well, I mean, he was playing for Cholos in uh, Tijuana, but he was living mm-hmm. in Southern California, so he was just commuting. Well, I mean, Tijuana is just across the line. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's so no it's reason not like, to, to even live there. It's not like... Uh, my To me, honestly, my biggest thing is he's a bruiser of a CV, mm-hmm. and he's got a daughter who was born in Atlanta. You know, like, maybe, really? maybe we a little dual citizenship. Maybe, uh, maybe we get a little... U.S. men or U.S. women's national team. <laughs> that would be nice. But so, so I'll guess, um, what are your thoughts about uh, um, LGP and possibly Roman Torres in the back line together? Good Lord. They're going to just <laughs> be breaking ankles, but not in the normally normal way you hear when you, people talk about soccer. Just, yeah. I mean, breaking ankles. Torres, I mean, love him to death. You know, he's always a sounder. He is built like a tank. Yeah. The man um, is huge. Well, that's the thing, too. I, I think what you're going to see is I think Miami is going to play three in the back line, and you're either going to see hmm. LGP or Torres. I just think neither of them are speed. And right. I feel like – or maybe they'll do four in the back line, and you'll just see the two of them rotating off almost like a little back four diamond. Yeah, kind of like um, the old sweeper concept. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. I think one of them would play kind of a sweeper because LGP is – I think he's faster than Torres just because I think he's got a couple of years on Torres, but he, does. Yeah. he was, he used to make stupid fouls because he would get beat and then he would hit somebody from behind. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess so more or less this five sub limit then would be very good for Miami because whenever somebody gets a yellow card, they switch out for the next bruiser. Yeah. Um, I will tell you this. I'm not looking forward to playing against him. Um, no, because he knows the team. I mean, especially well, when you don't have um, Joseph or sorry, Joseph, uh, you know, as Joseph. your striker, Yosef. Sorry, yeah. When you don't have Yosef as your striker, you know no, you can call him Joseph. Nobody cares. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah uh, I'm not looking forward to playing against LGP, but at the same time, I think some of our craftier players, it's, Martinez especially, is just going to be drawing PKs off of him left and right. Oh yeah, and you know Barco and Pity are going to be oh, talking smack the oh, whole time. Oh, Barco is going to be nipping at him like a like a. I don't know, a little dog or something, you know, just like, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. And just run like running for him, trying to get that PK. Yeah. Every time. Um, all right. So Miami is definitely interesting. They're, they're interesting. I think with them being the first game versus Orlando, that's a good warm up game for them. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that'll be a, a good preview to what's to come. Can you imagine it's your first, you, you've been planning for what, three, four years. Mm-hmm. Your MLS debut, David Beckham. <laughs> you um, you walk on, you get your guy, and um, who's the guy they got from League MX? I can see his face. I can't remember oh, his name. Um, oh, we are vastly unprepared for this. Yeah. Yes. Uh, started with a P, didn't it? Or am I thinking of a different team? Pizarro. Yeah, Rodolfo Pizarro. Pizarro. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You go okay. out and you get your guy. Yeah. And uh, you're all ready for the season. You get two games into the season. You kind of, you, you, you're starting to 
build steam a little bit. You, your first game wasn't great. Your second game was better. And then you've got like four months of offseason in the mm-hmm. middle. And then you got to come back against Orlando, who I tell you what, Orlando is not the best team in the league, obviously. Well, they're not Vancouver, but, but they're not good. They always play a little bit better against teams that they hate. They always play a little bit better against us. And they've never beaten us, but they always play a little bit better. <laughs> and like they just have they're they're a spite team. You know what I mean? Like they're a team yeah. that is they don't have they're not like naturally talented, but they're just spiteful. <laughs> yeah. I mean and yeah, and plus Orlando's the host, right? Yeah. So they're gonna want to come up with that chip on their shoulder to to play at a higher level than what they're used to. And a new coach who I think is gonna uh, uh, from uh, everything I've read on the athletic and other places, the new coach has really been drilling into them that sort of like we're not talent more talented, but we need to be more gritty, right? And I think a very gritty Orlando team, almost like you know, just a hooligan team, right? And just, <laughs> just I could see them just beating the hell out of Miami. I mean, I would love to see it just to have that, just to have Miami knock down a notch just because they're coming in like they're the new Atlanta United for the East, right? Like they think that that they're the the big one that doesn't smell. Yeah, this shot in Freud is a a beautiful thing. Also, just giving Beckham a black black eye would be fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, So that rolls into our next topic, which is the tournament schedule. Tournament schedule, man. Um, Finally released right before this pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am, I'm happy and I'm not happy. Well, uh, why don't you, uh, well, uh, yeah, go, go ahead. Uh, so, um, for those who don't know, Seattle's on the West coast. Yes. So which we is are very, what is that? Four times, three time three, zones, three, three time, time zones, zones to Orlando. Right. So that's three hours difference. So we open up on July 10th versus San Jose earthquakes, uh, on July 10th at 7 30 PM. And, you know, that's p.m. Pacific time, so that's not bad, but that is at 10.30 p.m. East Coast, so that will be late in the evening for them. And they'll already be out there a few days um, to kind of get acclimated to the weather and to the uh, time zone. Yeah, do you know when you guys are flying out there? Uh, I think it's next week. Like, we're waiting a really, really long time. Yeah, because I know San Jose is getting out there tonight, I do believe, or tomorrow. It might be tomorrow. But San Jose yeah. is the very first team in Orlando. Uh, you know, they might be there already as of today. I think they're there as of the 24th today. Okay. They're yeah. the first team to, to get out there. Are you, are you worried about that at all? Like San Jose being more acclimated uh, and sound? I mean, being I'm worried because they're, they're already in a hotter location. Yeah. So that will give them some advantage of being used to the heat. Uh, what is the, um, who's, the, who's the head coach of Sporting Casey? Um, uh, Peter Ruiz. Yeah, Peter Ruiz. I always say. Oh, okay. Yeah, Peter Ramiz uh, said that hot weather teams oh, will have the advantage. Will have the advantage. Yeah, Meaning, and I kind of believe uh, that Atlanta is going to take this thing. <laughs> I don't know, maybe, but I mean, like Seattle, we've been you know we've been in in the seventies. It hasn't gotten that hot. Yesterday was the hottest day we've had on record in a while. Um, so we're at a disadvantage. But I know that a lot of our guys, you know, we were down in in um, Arizona training in the preseason before that and yeah that was months ago though <laughs> i know well, i'm hoping I mean, that's the only hope that they've had <laughs> right, so, well, anyways on to our second game though on july 15th is it 6 a.m pacific yeah that's stupid um, yeah uh mls is marketing those games as breakfast with mls <sighs> yeah 
Uh, more like coffee and barely awake it. <laughs> yeah, get, you, get, you, get you some donuts. It'll be Italy. You know what? Maybe yeah. I will go grab some top pot that day I mean, before. That'll be good. That's, that's basically me with the, the Premier League and some of the Bundesliga games. You know, it's just like yeah. oh, rolling. Premier League's on. rough. It's like 4 a.m. for me in some, yeah. some mornings. Yeah. So Atlanta's first game comes. I think we're the last team to kick off, which also means we're the last team to get down there. Which I think is a bonus, not a, it's a f- feature, not a bug. Um, <laughs> but we are playing our first round is against the Red Bulls on seven uh, eleven. Nice. Which so the next day after after our first match. Yeah. So Atlanta is listed on MLS.com as one of the rivalry matches against the Red Bulls. I mean, you've got more of a rivalry with the Red Bulls than you do with Orlando. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But I feel like literally every team Atlanta plays, MLS.com is like rivalry match. Atlanta versus other team. Sponsored by Heineken. Yeah, hundred percent. It's so goofy. Yeah, I mean, I think that the rivalry match should have been pushed to a later date, not be your opening after three months of. Um... I don't know, Red Bulls. I mean, that game is going to decide that group. I mean, it will, and that's why it should have been pushed back. It, it's going to be almost a spoiler game. But um, that and, you know, Atlanta and Red Bulls have a lot of bad blood. Like, I, I, I compare it to the Braves and the Mets. Like, it, that in like, the, ni- that. I mean, the 90s, there's a lot of bad blood. I there. mean, maybe that helped, but I don't know that I would say that was the reasoning for it. No, 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 no. The reasoning for it is because every time we're about to accomplish something, the Red Bulls are there to spoil the party. We ultimately support the shield. <laughs> Supporter Shield twice. <laughs> twice. Yeah. I don't know who we hate more, Red Bulls or... Well, no, we do hate the Red Bulls. Or Toronto. We, we, we hate Toronto. We hate Toronto. But we hate Red Bulls because Kenwin... Or, um, uh, oh, not Kenwin. Um, uh, they're, they're Jamaican center back who I don't, think is, I, I don't think is with them anymore. Just yapping. Anyways, Patrick Segris? No. No, I don't know. I'm just, um, I'm just, I'll look at their names real quick. Their players talk shit and then choke in the playoffs. So um, there's, a, there's, there's not a whole lot of love hate there. Or uh, love there. So let's, let's get to the meat of this. The um, tournament schedule came out. Yes. So it's, I mean, I'm very excited just to have soccer back, you know, from July 8th. So July 8th, we've got. Uh, it looks like both are from Group A. We have Orlando City versus Inter Miami and Nashville versus Chicago Fire. Those are two games that I feel like are on paper more interesting than the actual game will be. <laughs> well, so Orlando Miami, I think, is a good opener just to have them have that rivalry game. Maybe to start I think off it's because be a boring it, oh, ass game. It's the it's the host. I mean, yeah, it, it could be boring. It could be it could be just bunker bunker and nobody scores. But Nashville is an interesting choice for opening day. I mean, another so, new team like Miami is. So it's both it's both new teams playing. It's new team Nashville versus rebranded Chicago. This is supposed to be the season, as a reminder to our listeners, that Chicago, they rebranded and they played at Soldier Field, home of the Chicago Bears, which is where they used to play way back again. So it's Chicago playing soccer in, you know, actual Chicago. <laughs> yeah. So I think this will be, I, I think July 8th is a bunch of bragging rights, but I don't think just because of the way Group A is, I don't think those games are as important. 
No, I don't think they are at all. Um, now I, op- I think that there's too many of too many un- unknowns. Now, the opener so? the following day is NYCFC versus Philly Union, another Group A. But I feel like this is this is the game that's really going to paint Group A. Yeah, I think those are going to be your two, your two top teams within Group A. So the third place does advance. Yeah, so the uh, MLS came out today and said that uh, third place in Group A automatically qualifies for the Group of 16, which is mm-hmm. good. But, so I would, normally I would say July 9th, that first game, 9 a.m., NYCFC, Philly Union, that's one and two. Yeah. But because they're playing first, whoever loses that game starts off with a loss. Yeah, I mean, unless they come out with a, the tie, that's... So that's a, a rough start for that. That's a l- rough start. Let's just say, you know, for argument's sake, let's just take seed position. Let's say Union loses, right? Yeah. Union starts off with an L. That means if Nashville beats Chicago and Orlando beats Inter-Miami, Philly has to win every other game, every single game after that. Yeah, which, that's, I mean, I don't know their schedule off the top of my head. I'm trying to find that now. Okay, so Philly... For them to advance, I mean, so Philly has Nashville for their next game. Then they have Orlando. No, sorry. Then they have uh, Inter Miami. So they're playing okay. Orlando and Miami after that. Philadelphia no, no, no. Has Philly, a... Philly is not playing Orlando then. You're only playing three games. Oh, sorry. In the group stage. Sorry. I got all, all right. confused there. Sorry. So Philly's playing Nashville and they're playing Orlando. Okay. So let's say they can sorry. beat Nashville. So sorry, they're playing Miami. Ah, sorry. I, 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 I can't read apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <laughs> Philly plays New York, and, yeah, and then they play Nashville. Then they play Miami, uh, Miami on July nineteenth. They play Miami. Okay, yeah. what is Miami's? Let's look at Miami's schedule real quick. So Miami plays Orlando, Chicago, New York City. Okay, so I feel like Miami could potentially win two of those matches. Yeah, definitely, and I think Philly has a chance to win two or three. Oh man. I th- I still think Group A is the most interesting. I realize it's the and the rest category, but I think just the way it's going to play out, I think there's going to be so much drama in that oh, yeah. stage. I mean, it's literally going to be like, okay, if they win by if they win by two points, but they score four goals, then the, this happens. But if they win by one point and score three goals, this happens. You know, what I mean, well, like I, I think Group A actually uh, will they'll have to really embrace that World Cup. Um, kind of setting where it's like, yeah. oh, what's your goal differential? Yeah. Now, what's your goals scored against? What's your you goal scored for? Yeah, you get the matrix kind of spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. I, I think Group A is going to be the most entertaining, even though it's the most open, I guess. Um, let's talk about some more. Uh, yeah. July 10th, Toronto FC versus DC United. Yes. Then the Sounders, San Jose. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely getting more and more excited. I think um, Toronto has a really good chance to win their uh, group. The The next day, Saturday, is going to be fun. That's Atlanta <laughs> United, New York, and then the Hell is Real Derby. And look at the ad that pops up below that. Heineken. Heineken, of course it is. Because those are just those are two you know rivalry games. They have to have that sponsor. Uh, we are not a rivalry <laughs> presented by Heineken. God, you've got to feel like FC Cincinnati is just... Oh. It's like that that Simpsons meme. I'm in danger. I mean, they are. They. I don't know. I'm is there any way? for them. Is there any way you see Cincinnati getting out of that group stages? No, no, not at all. I mean, they're just gonna get. 
beat the hell up. Yeah, I mean, this they, is, I know, they're not the new team anymore, but they just don't have the don't, depth or the talent. They did keep Lucadio, Lucadia, Lucadia. Um, they did keep him, which I think is good, but they're just, they were built ass backwards from the get-go. And I think Crew, I think Crew built a team that in is... In Portland 2015? Yeah, I, I think they're a. We have to win this year or next year because after that, half of our team is going. Half of our squads are tiring. Yeah, I mean the the crew's an old team, but they have the ex- experience. Sunday we've got Sporting versus Minnesota. I think that'll be really really fun. I think that will determine who's the top of that. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Um, because then right after that is Real Salt Lake versus Colorado. So, you know, this is the group that had no losses in the first two weeks, right? No, I know, I know, I know. I, I, I think Colorado, I think Colorado's got a real run at Dark Horse in that group. I think they do. I think they've got something to prove. They've got a new they coach. They've, they're very young, which I think is going to, I think the younger year team is going to be very beneficial playing in Orlando in the summer. That will definitely help. Yes. So I, I don't know. I, Sunday is going to be fun, and then we'll just do. We'll do. Let's just close out the first week. Yeah. Um, Monday, LAFC, Houston Dynamo, LA, LA Galaxy, Portland. I think the LA Galaxy Portland Timbers game will be a game that will help us determine who's that second seat. Mm. I think LAFC has it. I mean, it, it'll be the greatest show. It, it will cement LAFC as the new Red Bulls, the West Coast Metro. If they can't. <laughs> beat dynamo right like yeah dynamo dynamo was hoping for like an eighth place seed this season and now they're having to face lafc man now i kind of want lafc to choke just because it would be the greatest choke job of all time you know at least yeah well, I'm not sure bob bradley will have something to say about that oh my god the or at least to the, to the reporters the yeah okay who do you think is not going to win a single game this tournament? Uh, well, the easy one is um, FCC by far. You think Cincinnati doesn't want to get a single point? I think it's possible that they won't get a single point. And the other obvious one is, is the Vancouver Wild Whitecaps. Yeah, I think Vancouver is fighting an uphill battle. Um, I could see FCC getting a tie. Uh, I, I could see them tying with a crew. Yeah, um, I could I see them I, playing. I don't know if, um, if um, Addy does a does an own goal. <laughs> oh, Jesus, if Addy scores a goal against Columbus or against Cincinnati, that will be epic. It's half of what they paid him. What like eight million dollars to do last season? Yeah, he scored three. I think he scored two goals and got one assist. Yeah, Addy Addy had a really bad year, uh, along with some other um, driving issues. Man, ah, that would be the spiciest donut. That'll be the spiciest. Um, that would chili. be that would be wonderful. Just just to watch. Um, I'm also I'm gonna hot take, hot take. I'm gonna say Dynamo don't get a single point in this whole tournament. Ooh, that's a good take. Um, Dynamo, the Dynamo. I don't know. I think the Dynamo can beat Portland. I'm gonna say Dynamo and Dallas. Neither of them get a point. Oh, Dallas this is too young. Dallas will beat Vancouver easily. Uh, we'll see. Dallas is really, really young. And they're fast. Oh, wait. No, sorry. Thierry Henry is Montreal. Never mind. I get Montreal and Vancouver mixed up. <laughs> Don't at oh, me. Oh, Canada. Um, all right, cool. 
So I think that's uh, I think that covers it. So uh, real quick, let's just uh, roll through this. Yeah. So Did you want to bring up the COVID cases? Yeah, I was going to bring up the COVID. I know this isn't this is a soccer podcast, but I think it's relevant because you know uh, MLS, NBA, and now it's looking like NHL all want to come to Orlando to do their season. Um, yeah, they're uh, you know the hotbed of uh, COVID right now. Well, so. Before teams even get there, we're just talking. We're just talking soccer here because that's what this podcast is all about. Yeah, Atlanta's got two first team players tested positive. Yep. Rapids have one that was just announced. I think yesterday or early today. Dallas has quote unquote multiple. Ouch. And yesterday we had a post by the Orlando Pride, which is the um, the women's team. That they have six positive players and four staff and have to actually withdraw from the Challenge Cup because they don't know how many they're they're they've got too many people sick. And this is the place where we are sending all of the players to quarantine. Yeah. Um and and also well, well, sidebar, the two <laughs> hotels that all the MLS teams will be staying at none of the staff because of union rules can be forced or requested to be quarantined. It would have to be uh, voluntary, voluntary quarantine, yes. i.e. you're not going to make staff of two resorts quarantine. So the people coming and going and interacting every single day, they're not quarantined. But all the players, coaches, coaching staff is all quarantined. And we're saying none of them are going to get sick. This seems ridiculous. Oh, am, I, am, I, am I standing on a ledge here? Am I, am I, do you need to talk me off the edge? Or? No, I, I, I think that it, it's a very high risk. Um, I mean, I'm sure they'll do you know, temperature checks, and I'm hoping testing of the employees of these um, hotels. Um, I mean, I, I've been to the hotels before, and, you know, they're nice. And it's, it's, it's the, kind of a big open area in between both hotels. They're, um, it's, it's the Dolphin and something else, I forgot, all of a sudden. Um, so I mean, it's it's a nice place, but people going in and out is just is going to cause pure havoc. I mean, all it takes is one person to serve them food, and then you've got half the half the teams out. Yeah, and what are you going to do if you know? I mean, and the the thing too is like this tournament carries a bit of weight with the league. You know, like it, it's a it's an open cup spot. You know, it yeah. the group stages at least carry league positioning. What happens if by week two you've got six first team players out sick? Like, well, I mean, that would more or less decimate their entire bench, and because they're not allowed to even bring players from their um, their um, S two uh, teams or or any of their other affiliate lower teams out, so whatever they bring out to Orlando, they're stuck with. I mean, there's a good chance that you know you don't hope bad things on other teams or, or other players, but. You know, if FCC miraculously stays healthy, but everybody else gets COVID and, you know... That's how the dice falls, right? I mean, MLS teams aren't that deep. They're not. Know, by Almost by design. So you And get, because of all the rapid play from back-to-back games, more or less. Yeah. Then you get two once they're three... infected, they're, what, they're, they're, they're quarantined for two weeks. Yeah, 14 days, which is... Yeah. Most of, if not all, of the tournaments. So if it's you get, if you get three, four first team members 
in quarantine, you're out. That's it. That's game mm-hmm. over. Yeah. There's no way you can come back for that. Yeah. And like I talked about in a past pod, you know, people who have a higher chance of getting it, like Jordan Morris with diabetes, that's even more of of risk. Yeah, I mean, it. As it's excited, a risky chance. Yeah, as excited as, as we are for soccer to be back and MLS to be back. It, I mean, it just seems a little half assed. <laughs> yeah. Fly in a ton of hand sanitizer and masks. I mean, players need to wear a mask. The moment they're out of the room, they have to wear a mask. Yeah. It's and I don't know uh, how they're gonna do it. If if I was a coach, I would just be shitting bricks because Yeah. I mean anyways, all right. well let's I'll move on to Seattle's ticket options. So uh as a speaking of COVID. Yeah. As a uh alliance member. What is an alliance member? Alliance member is just a season ticket holder uh, for the uh, um, Seattle Sounders. Um, we actually have a very unique situation where the um, the season ticket holders can vote out the GM, which is very interesting. And that's a whole topic for a whole different pod. <laughs> uh, but so um, all of the Alliance members actually got a, um, got a poll. And uh, we have three different options for our poll. Uh, the first one is, is that uh, there are too many unknowns in 2020. And you transfer all your credits from this year to next year. So that means no games at all. Yep. But then the second option is, and I'm going to just state this as it says in the in the um, in the um, poll, as home games are officially canceled. That means every home game is officially canceled. So this option though is to credit all future accounts, just like option one. But it gives you the option that if there are any home games for whatever reason, or even playoff games, and you have an option to get those tickets. And then we have option well, three. Well, hang on. Oh, so, uh, so basically option two is as games happen. As they get, could possibly happen. You get those, but you wouldn't get... But anything that doesn't happen rolls over. Correct. So I think that's basically what Atlanta's FO has told their season ticket holders. Okay. And then option three is you're asking for a full refund for this entire season. Hmm. I think you can also, from Atlanta's perspective, I think you can also ask for a refund. I think there might be one or two more hoops you have to jump through. But um, the last thing I got from them said that basically if games can be played, you get to attend those games. And then anything that doesn't get played with a crowd rolls over for next year. Yeah. Um, my wife and I have chose option one. I was just about to say, what did you guys pick? Yeah. Um, we can't justify the risk of something happening. I mean, even if they were to space it out, you know, if they were to say section 109 or 110 or whatever, yeah, you know, you're allowed to come to this game, but you're going to spread out between three different sections. So let me ask you this, uh, just for the the listeners at home here, are you guys? What, what is what is your? Do you guys have like assigned seats? Is it like a supporter section? So we have assigned seats. Um, okay. We have uh, club section seats. In okay. fact, um, so uh, it's just a, a it's just an assigned seat um, in our um, sec- in our um, in our um, section, mm-hmm. um, and it does it it is limited so. Like not everybody can go into that section, but there's still a ton of people. And when you're in the um, concourse, it's still packed. Like yeah. it's it, it's like shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, especially during um the um half times or even during the bathroom breaks. Yeah. So we were uh, we are 
general admission ticket holders. We're a supporter section holders. So, so you're in the beer shower section. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a mob of humanity at the best of times. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't know. I I would be I would be surprised if MLS has any games played in front of a crowd this season. I but agree, if it but does I, happen. I, I, I'm definitely not going. Yeah, I. Th- my biggest worry is, you know, we're going to have states by phase four, you know, probably around Thanksgiving or even open completely by Thanksgiving, assuming uh, nothing bad happens. That assumes nothing bad happens. <laughs> and then, so does that mean that teams like Orlando, you know, Florida's being headstrong in all their openings, if they were to make the playoffs for the first time ever, would they open up their stadium? I. F- think they legally could mm-hmm. and well, are the owners well enough no. to do that well no 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 no. i think legally by the state government they could oh but i MLS. don't think mls as a league i think they are so gun shy about planting their flag literally anywhere yeah i think mls unless the only way i could see it happening is if the nfl has <laughs> people playing if the nfl has stadiums i think mls has people in the stadium okay so but i don't think the i don't think the nfl does well, that from the get-go so then this brings up you know we're kind of running up on our time limit here or at least that we'd like to have but sec football i don't think that has any no that's going to play the- I, I don't think that has any bearing on mls i think mls okay. compares itself to major league sports in the united states and okay. i think they will follow suit with. They didn't announce the Orlando tournament until after um, the NBA announced it. So Correct. I think MLS is the middle child of Major League Sports in the United States, and I think whatever other leagues decide to do, I think MLS will follow suit. Okay, I hope you're right, and I hope that you know there's not this weird massive opening in different um, cities. I mean, at the end of the day. We are kind of blessed because we both, I feel like, have halfway competent front offices. Yes. And I think both of our front offices highly value the um, the fans and that, that sort of like give and take with the fans. So I think I, I trust Atlanta to do what they see as fair. Right. And I think Seattle will do probably more so. I think Seattle will do more. So, I mean, yeah. we have, you know, last year we got our par- our new partial owners like Russell Wilson, his wife, um, and uh, McLemore. Like, we have, we have all these now public figureheads <sighs> that are definitely not going to make that mistake to open up the stadium just to try to get that revenue. Yeah. I I, I, I trust our teams to do what's right. Um, can't say that for every team in MLS, but I think as a league, I, 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 I think... I would be surprised if MLS has any fans uh, in stadiums for so, this league. I mean, not this. to go off on a tangent here, but would press court in Austin open up probably? Well, they're not playing this season, so I think that's a moot point. <laughs> okay. I had to ask. All right. All All right. right. Um, so, I think that'll that's the end of it for now. You're feeling that's the end? All right. Let me read this little burp. If yeah. you, listener at home, want to ask us any questions or just chip us a comment, you can find us on Twitter at s-e-a-t-l underscore pod that's seattle underscore pod or you can always email us at the much easier to remember s-a-s nope nope sorry (laughs) s-a soccer show at gmail.com that is s-a soccer show at gmail.com 
And you can visit our website, seattleatlantasoccershow.com for future pods and much more. Thank you again, as always, for listening to this pile of crap. And we'll talk to you later. Thanks so much. Bye.